Hey everybody, this is Isaiah Diesel at RG Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. And before I get started, I want to say one thing. Bryce Cerrone, come on down! You just want a new car! Uh, if only that were true. That, 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 would, uh, <laughs> that would be life-changing right now, but I appreciate it. <laughs> you, you will win a new card from Starbucks. <laughs> that's, that's, new the, card. that's the joke there. Hey, I'll yeah, take it. We, I'll take it. Yeah, we send, out, we send out the Starbucks card. This ain't the Oprah Winfrey show here. But, uh, you know, that being said, I do want to start off. Uh, we are going to get into a friendly fire round. But I do want to say off the top, um, like, Bryce, I really think you need to become a Christian. Uh, you ready to hear my reasoning? Why? Maybe my reasoning is going to be totally different than what you might think. Ready? Um, I, sure. Okay. Because in the Bible, we're told, like, to share what we have. Like, if we have, like, two jackets, we're supposed to give one of those jackets away. And the last time we were on, I had discussed maybe you donating a few inches off of me of your hair to me, and you haven't sent that to me. So I'm just saying maybe if you're a Christian, you might have done that. But okay. Uh, that being said, you know I'm just joking around. But uh, there's much could, better hair we, that you could get than mine. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know hair. about that. You, I think I might Jerry curl your hair if I, <laughs> if I get if I get it. So uh, that being said, I do want to start off by uh, asking you a quick friendly fire round because uh, we like to keep these conversations pretty light. And even though some of the topics are pretty contentious, we don't have to be contentious ourselves. And so um, we just like to ease in uh, something really nice and easy. So uh, you ready for that? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Uh, your favorite boy band of all time. And don't say like Motley Crue. I'm talking about like, like poppy boy band. Okay, because Nirvana uh, was technically a, a boy band. Yeah, got a uh, favorite boy band. Uh, it's splitting hairs, but I'm probably gonna have to go with um, In Sync. In Sync. Okay. Yeah. And how about this? Yeah, you, you kind of got the hair. Like reasons, this. or does it matter? Your, just uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, the hair. Okay, but what, what's the reason? I think that InSync is the only boy band. I think they're actually one of the few artists that have ever sang live and danced at the same time. And oh, there's okay. been a lot of other groups that have tried to do that and a lot of other artists, but they usually lip sync. So, All right. And okay, here we go. If you were going to, if you had to eat one item and one item only, for the rest of your life, uh, what would that be? Um, probably oranges, just because I think that the health, uh, getting vitamin C from the thing that I'm eating, and they <laughs> kind of taste good. So, all right. Um, man, you should if you ever if you ever come to Korea, you got to try the tangerines from Jeju. They are amazing. They're to die for. Okay, here we go. We got a couple more. But next question is, is what item would you want if you got on a deserted island and don't say a boat or anything like that, but um, you had to have one island. If you could have one item with you on an island, what would that be? Probably a Swiss Army knife. That's a good call. And the last well, either, one. Either that or a Leatherman, Gerber multi-tool type thing. Good call. And the last one is, by the way, did you ever read that book, Hatchet? My guy, all he had is a hatchet, survived. I have not. I've not even one. heard of that. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a kid's book. 
Okay, uh, okay, and then the last one is how did you slip my mind? Uh, I'll have to see if I can improvise. Oh yeah, yeah, favorite foreign film, foreign film of all time. Favorite foreign film, foreign film. possibly Run Lola Run. Oh, that's a good I one. Thought it was a really interesting the way they executed a concept. Uh, one of those time loop movies was really cool. Yeah, you know what? So I do want to ask you a quick question about that. Uh, have you ever seen the movie uh, The Butterfly Effect? I have. Okay, so that is one of my top five of all time films. And I really strongly believe in that concept. And it really strongly causes some cognitive dissonance inside of my views on Christianity. Because I do understand a simple fact that if you could go back and rewind someone's life and just change one event, that you could literally wind up changing the whole trajectory of that person's life. Mm -hmm. And so some of that stuff happens just by total freak accident, like literal, literal like chaos theory. It is like literally like chaos theory. It could be just one person who de decides to run a red light one day and that little one thing could like trigger multiple events. You know, they could almost hit someone. That person almost that person's gonna have a bad day. They walk into work. You know what I mean? It's just like it just it can trickle down for so many different things. There's all these little chaos theories going on, uh, and butterfly effects happening simultaneously. And so for me, it just doesn't really seem like you could just judge someone just directly for their one little life right now. It it, it doesn't seem that way. I was wondering if you have any thoughts on that before we get started. We're not really going to talk about God today, but I mean, I I think that I, I agree with you that you know, um, in accordance with chaos theory, the you know minute changes could have vastly different outcomes or, or effects on people's lives. I do think that we judge people based on what they do, um, mm -hmm. but you know, I, I think that this this is going to get into a whole morality discussion which is really long and probably off topic but i think that for the most part people generally tend to make decisions based on the information they have available to right. them at the time and based on the circumstances they find themselves in and hindsight is 2020 we always think well what if i could you know what if i i should have done this instead of doing that i should have turned left instead of turning right but mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but we don't have that to work with, right? So um, so yeah, I, mm -hmm. I think that people ought to make the best decisions that they can make given the information that they have. I will well, say well. that I do think people should seek out as much information as possible so that they can arm themselves okay. with as much information okay. before making decisions. So I don't know if that answered that's your question actually, or not. But. Thank you a lot. That's really good. That's actually a perfect lead in because when you initially invited me onto your a podcast, um, the Bryce is Wrong podcast, you <laughs> we were supposed to talk about the LGBT right, uh, trying to find common ground on the LGBT issues, and but then it happened to be LGBT Pride Month, and so you just rescheduled, which is no problem, not a problem at all. I'm not I'm not complaining about that. Um, the point is though is that. From what you just said, mm -hmm. piggybacking, springboarding off what you just said right now, 
you can't be too hard in your judgment upon me or any other one person because you don't know what information I have at this exact time. So having these conversations, I would say there's a gentleman by the name, and I referenced him uh, in our talk, but his name is Marshall. Um, do you remember me referencing that, that gentleman? Um, I, I don't, but I think I know who okay. Marshall okay. is. I'm, I'm okay, so, so he's a member of the LGBT community. And mm -hmm. over the talks of about 10 hours, lots and lots and lots of talks, some of this stuff is just extremely new and confusing to me. I have to say, when you start talking about stuff like cis and like, if you were to tell me what a trans woman, you say like a trans woman, I would assume that a trans woman would be like a woman who wants to transition or decides to transition to being a male. So just that already off the top, if you don't know that, it's just going to be confusing, you know, and, and I try to follow the pronouns and stuff, but it's and just, course, this is a learning process. What it is. I know, I know, I know okay. it's not, I know it's not. I'm just telling you if, if yeah. you just came up to me and you said that, that's what I thought it was. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yes, obviously a trans woman would be a biological male who's transitioned to be female. Okay. Right. So, but the, all I'm trying to say is that this is a learning process. Like if you've started any job, you will know that there is a learning curve and it's, it can be very, very, very confusing on some things, right? So it's like, we should probably have a little bit of patience to be willing to have these conversations. Uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. And I, I tend to withhold judgment or judge people less harshly when they're um, when they're erroneous about something, when they're mistaken, mm -hmm. there's a difference between doing something by mistake and doing something on purpose, mm -hmm. right? Like when you talk about mm -hmm. misgendering, uh, some, mm -hmm. some people mm -hmm. just don't know. And so I wouldn't hold mm -hmm. them accountable for them not knowing. Right. And speaking of which, I will thank Oz. I'm going to thank Oz again on record. Oz put like the biggest crack in the ceiling for me as far as choosing to adopt people's preferred pronouns. And let me let me break that down a little bit before. I am someone who would have never misgendered anybody in the first place. I would never have done that, okay? That's not, that's disrespectful to me. That's like dead naming someone. Um, can you explain real quick what dead naming is? No, I, actually, that's the first time I've heard the, the uh, term. So you explain it to me. De You're gonna be educated. Okay, see, there we go. <laughs> dead naming is whenever you would call somebody by the name that they were before they transitioned. Okay. So okay. I don't know what our so name is. Similar to misgendering then. Mis uh, I don't know if you can call it misgendering. Oh, okay, it's in line with misgendering. Yeah, same concept. Okay. Okay. Same concept, uh, yeah. Okay, this is, again, it's a little bit confusing. But I would, have, I would have never have done that in the first place, okay? Now, what I might have done is I might have said, well, look, this is not something I personally agree with. If I were to call a trans person by whatever desired pronouns that they want, I would be, in my opinion, misgendering that person because I don't believe that that's the gender that they are, okay? Now, what I would do before that is I would just speak about them in general, general, um, general, general terms. So I would not go out of my way to dis disrespect them that, that was never even where I started from, but I just would not choose to acknowledge that pronoun. Now, Oz, very, I, again, I very much think Oz because he played a very big role in talking. He asked me like, hey, aren't you a Christian? 
shouldn't you be loving your neighbor as yourself? And he asked me this on my podcast. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like he just stopped me in my tracks. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm back to the drawing board, Oz, because I, I don't know how to respond. You know, I, I'm not going to take what you said and just dismiss it. He put, he put a really big crack in the ceiling. Marshall, after 10 hours, knocked that thing down. And, and just, I do want to say one other, one other thing, too, because in the Discord, you and I had a, a, probably around a two-hour conversation after our talk. I'll tell you this. The arguments you were making, like, I had absolutely no rebuttal to. There was, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even think of anything. So I'm not 100%. <laughs> Right. Well, we're going to get there. We'll, we'll, we'll hash some of this stuff out. But that just goes to show I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to acknowledge that I could be wrong on something. You know? Okay. So have you changed your so, mind about any of that? Or it sounds like you were saying that you've changed your uh, modus operandi, for lack of a better term. You do things differently now based on those conversations? I use. Or you're evolving, preferred, maybe? I'm evolving. <laughs> I, don't, I hate the word evolution. But there's some uh, evolution sorry. going on instead of Isaiah. Um, I will use the pronouns desired. Actually, you know, be de la Blanca, la Blanca. Mm -hmm. De la Blanca? Yeah, from Skeptic, Skeptic Generation. I don't, know, well, I don't for, know them personally, but I know, I know who well, they okay, are. Okay, but you know who they are. Mm -hmm. they, you know who they are. Okay. Um, so there... I have to be so careful in saying these things. It generally will just slip out that I'm, I will, I will generally misgender someone on accident. And speaking of which, their fiance, Eric, came onto my channel. And in the course of the talk, I accidentally misgendered V multiple times. And so whenever I edited that and I used the, the, I used the word she, I just put in a bleep sound so you can't hear it. So it's like beep. And then I said it again, and beep. The other times I got it right, but it was just an accident. And I said, I want to have the respect for the person. And especially, too, this is a no brainer. If someone's not going to listen to me or my message, if I do that, it's a no brainer that I'm going to do it. Okay. So at this point, it's just as simple as that. If you're not going to be my friend because I don't use that, or you're not going to listen to my message of Christianity, then that's, that's obviously it. That is the easiest choice I have to make. So, um, yeah, so, so it's actually in your best interest to, oh if yeah, you want to have a cordial conversation to identify them, but sure, what they want so that you can absolutely okay makes sense. unequivocally unequivocally. Do you have any thoughts on that? No, I agree. I mean, I I don't everything about everything except the evangelism part. But <laughs> if that is your if that's what you're trying <laughs> to do, if you're, if you're trying to have a conversation with someone and you want them to hear what you have to say then you have to use language that's going to compel them to want to listen. Absolutely. To yeah. So thank you, Oz, even though Oz dropped a lot of profanity on me yesterday on his channel. Uh, he called me a lot of really obscene things. I, again, I'm going to say thank you, Oz, because uh, you put a very big crack in the ceiling for me. And um, I've, I've learned a lot from these conversations with people who are not Christian. So that being said, I do want to get into these questions. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of a loaded question is, why do you feel that hate speech should be legal? Why are you pro-hate speech, uh, Bryce? Why do you think that's okay? That's my question to you. Well, I wouldn't describe myself as pro-hate speech. But, um, <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah, I know. 
as far as whether it should be legal, um, I think that all speech that's not, you know, for the most part, I believe in freedom of speech. And I think hate speech is kind of subjective. So like, what are we calling hate speech? Is there, does hate speech have a specific definition? Are we just talking about things, saying something that might offend someone else? I mean, it could be rather broad, no. right? So because of that broadness in what it means and the fact that it means different things, um, I think it's hard to actually say that it should be illegal. One person's hate speech is another person's normal speech. Anyone can right. be offended by things. So you're eliminating almost all language that way. You know, if, if someone says that they don't like what you said, should you be arrested for that? I don't think so. So mm -hmm. that's, that's well, the short answer, believe it or not. So first of all, when someone like me talks about hate speech being um, illegal, I don't necessarily mean like, okay, you call, you call someone like the N-word and you go to prison or something like that. That's not actually what I'm even referring to as far as saying like illegal. There mm -hmm. might be something as far as like a punitive damage, for example. Uh, let's say that we have this, it, let's say, and of course we'd have to have this conversation uh, about what words are meant to debase and degrade someone to the point that it's going to cause damage okay so it's a very similar thing when people have like a uh, libel and um slander right when they bring things like this oh you got a cat um yeah so you have to show that there's been some kind of like damage okay like some kind of like punitive damage so you can't just say okay i, I said bryce is a is a really bad uh Yes, really bad hairdo. Um, I, you know, so, something like that. I would have to have done something that's going to cause Bryce, the Bryce is right, the Bryce is wrong, to have some kind of damage. Okay, and so, 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 so what I would, say, you know, in, in order to have one of these cases. So, what I would say, personally, is that if I don't know, maybe I don't, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would call misgendering someone to that extent. Well, let's just say we did. Let's just say we did say that misgendering someone would fall into this category, which I wouldn't personally believe that it, that it would. But for the, for the sake, to, sake of this conversation, let's just say that's what it was. Well, if I were to misgender someone, I have the potential to cause some damage to that person. Okay. Um, they may need to go see their psych psychiatrist, whatever that day, or they may have some X, Y, and Z damages that are going to result from that. So that's that's the that's the extent in which I'm gonna say like I don't think if I misgender someone or I call them the an F word or something like that, uh, that's intentionally trying to hurt them, that I okay, I'm gonna go to prison for ten years. But I'm saying, okay, maybe I might get like a hundred dollar fine or something like that because I'm inflicting some kind of damage to them, to their to their psyche. So that's where I would that's the extent in which I think that it should be illegal. Uh you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, again, I think that even if, regardless of what the punishment should be, if it's a hundred dollars that you have to pay the, mm -hmm. you know, the hate speech police, what, you know, you've decided that misgendering someone is hate speech, but someone else could say not addressing them as sir is hate speech, you know, or calling them sir when you should address them as lord or whatever you know they could people can make up anything and say that they're offended by something that you say so who's in charge of like right. 
I guess what I want to know is where would this would the speech, the specific language and the specific words, would that be codified into law somewhere? Is there a manual that people have to read so that they can know what's OK yeah. to say and what's not OK? I just think that that's not really productive, you know, and mm -hmm. I think it's going to like I understand the sentiment behind it. And mm -hmm. from a moral and ethical point of view, I think that people should not be misgendered, you know, don't be a dick, yeah. basically. But in terms uh, watch, of, I, watch, I don't see how we could enforce the, that in law. Oh, uh, sorry, watch, watch profanity, please. Oh, no, sorry. no problem. This is live. I'm, normally, I would just believe, I would just uh, bleep that out. But I, I am going live now, so no biggie. Um, okay, so so I get that this would have to be, I guess, a really long conversation. And and I'm not. I don't present myself as a moral police on this. I just do know. I I definitely know, because I live in South Korea which has the second highest suicide rate in the world. And I do know that this online bullying contributes a lot to that. So the online bullying needs to be addressed in some, in some way. Uh, I, actually, you know what, you know, interesting. I, I will say this before I go on to the next point. Candace Owens, you know Candace Owens? I'm familiar with her. Yeah, she's a very belligerent person, but she actually started off because what she wanted to do, she actually used to be a liberal, but she wanted to create this database of people who commit online bullying and they would get put into here. And I don't, I don't know, you know, they were going to release some of the data somehow to somewhere. So like maybe they would drop it to your family or to your, your work. If you were doing online bullying, similar to, are you familiar with perverted justice? They would pretend to be, young kids and then chat with people and have some really explicit talks and then they would they would say hey if you keep this up we are going to send this to all of your family and stuff so you need to cut this off right now right it's kind of like a vigilante group but she had wanted to do something to that same regards to prevent bullying and so the liberals were very against like oh invasion of privacy whatever and so that actually just caused it to go totally into the other direction because now she's a ironically an online bully herself but uh, I do want to go to the next question. Um, is transitioning to other things ever acceptable in any other context um, concerning trans trans topic? Is tr are you asking? Is it acceptable for? Is it always acceptable for a transgender person to transition? No, no. Let's just let's just grant for the sake of brevity. That's that that's okay. Is it okay, uh, okay, if I decided to transition to a table or like a lion, which people do these kind of things. I mean, this is, this is, this is not hypothetical that people put implants in their faces and tattoo their body. I mean, there's people who like turn into leopards. I mean, it just, it's true, it's, it's honestly true. I'm South Korea, man, people come here and turn themselves into elves and stuff, it's, it's aliens and stuff, it's pretty bizarre, but is like if, if I wanted to transition to being Korean, okay, is that is that acceptable? I get my eyes done. Um, like, can I transition to other things other than just male to female or the other way around? I think that you have the right to do whatever you want to do and whatever you want to be. If you can find a way to be that, then then have at it. Um, when you say transition to Korean. I'm assuming you're referring to race and not nationality, right? Because you you can transition into Obviously Korean I can become by, a Korean. 
becoming a Korean citizen. But right, if you're right. talking about changing your yeah, looks, not, not so according you... to them, I, I would never be Korean. Not according to them, but yeah, good. Yeah, but okay. I mean, if you want to change, if you want to have cosmetic surgery and change your look, mm -hmm. you're allowed to do that. You know, I, as far as I know, I don't know what the laws are in Korea, but I live in the United States, so here right. people okay. change the way right. they look all the time. Okay, let me let me break this down a little bit. You believe that it is possible for someone to do the course of surgeries to, to, to literally start off at one gender and end in another gender. Is that correct, uh, Bryce? I, I think that people can transition to a different gender without having surgery. Okay. I, I don't think surgery is not required okay. to change gender. Okay, okay. But you believe it is possible. Okay, then, then, then okay, I understand the point. So <laughs> throw, that out, throw the surgery out of the equation equation for a sec. You do believe it's possible to transition from one gender into another, correct? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to list a bunch of things right now, and you just tell me if it is, if it's possible, because you're saying that that person will legitimately become the other, right? So is it possible for me to transition to being a 17-year-old so that I can attend um, high school again? No. Is that possible? Okay. And why not? Because you cannot affect, when you say that you're going to transition into a 17 year old, you're referring to your chronological age, right? But okay. mm -hmm. that's that's something that we don't have the ability to manipulate unless you have a time machine. Gender, <laughs> gender is more of a social construct. So we okay. can change things like that, but you can't physically, like okay. you can't change your chronological age. You are the right. age you are. So is it possible for me to transition into being the Bryce is right? Uh, can I, I would love to transition to you and start getting some of your benefits that you get from serving the military. I thank you for your service, by the way. But can I transition into you and and, and have access to your bank accounts? Yes or no? Uh, no, you can change your name. God to my dang. Name. Oh. What? You can you can change your name to my name, but uh, as long as you don't have my social security number, then, then no. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about all the legal. Just can I become you? That's the point. That's the question. Can I become? No. I, I, and I just for the sake of the argument, I could get your hair and your your looks. I might I might do that. You could I you could become that, like me, but you can never be me. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. So I can't become you. People can't. Okay. Uh, can I become a dog? Can I become a dog? Uh, biologically, Ontologically, no. a dog. No. Okay. No. Okay. Biologically. Okay. No. All right. We're making progress. All right. Is there anything else? Okay. Um, can I, in the same way, um, so if I already get this, because you said you can do it, and I'm not asking you, could, could I get those surgeries done? Obviously, South Korea has the best plastic surgery in the world. But if I go through all of these surgeries, am I actually going to be Korean? Okay. Uh, is that going to make me Korean? Uh, it depends. What does Korean mean? Does Korean mean nationality? Does it mean? No, 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 no. Obviously not nationality. That's not what we're referring to. Ethnically, so am I going to be ethnically? Am I going to be 
Um, you know, it's funny Korea. because you and I, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, it's funny because you and I have to have this debate, but I can tell you this from the view of South Korean people. Let me show you how vastly different this conversation is. Well, that was going to be my answer, by the way. Which is what? It depends on what the Korean people say, because they're the ones. No, okay, who... then that's completely, it doesn't matter if I got everything. It doesn't matter if I were to get the surgery. It wouldn't matter if I were to become a Korean citizen. I would never, ever, it would be impossible for me to become Korean. Now, they take it a step further. Listen to this. Are you familiar with a guy by the name of Cho Sung-hee? No, I'm afraid not. Yeah. The Virginia Tech shooter, the Korean dude, he killed like 30, 30 something odd people. Okay, I'm familiar with the massacre at Virginia Tech, but I didn't, I don't. Dude, South Korean guy by the name. As of a rule, Joseph I Keen. generally don't use the names of any mass killers if mm. I can help it. That's, that's probably that's a good me. thing. <laughs> I don't care good to thing. remember their names. Yeah, I understand. I understand where you're going with this. And I speak in South Korea. We don't have guns here, so we don't have to worry about that happening here. But okay, so that guy. You can call him a guy that being moved to America when he was about seven years old, okay, and so he became American citizen and stuff. And to them, and this, this, this is really weird. This is really weird because they they no longer see him as Korean anymore. They're like, well, no, he's clearly American, you know. So somehow or another, in their mind, it's able to they're it's able to go the opposite way around, you know, but. And this is just, just some double standards, I guess, that people have because to them, that guy would no longer be Korean anymore, you know? So it is it is a little bit of a weird thing, but what, what I do, do want to transition. Oh. What do you think about that? Because I think that's a no, great example to to show the point that I'm that I would make about race and ethnicity, which is that it's a social construct. Well, I don't agree. Obviously, I don't agree with that. Uh, I believe I am Mexican for many years. I used to dye my hair because I used to hate being Mexican. I used to dye my goatee and eyebrows blonde because that, that to me was perfect beauty was having blonde hair and blue eyes. And I literally hated being Mexican, but I could have done that from here to kingdom come. I could have gotten surgeries. I could have even got my eyes tattooed or that's possible to do, but that would have never have changed the fact that I am Mexican. So I don't believe I could have transitioned. I, you know, uh, and, and I'm sorry, uh, I call you Oz, uh, but I, if I were to tell you, okay, so what if I were to come to you and I were to say, I've transitioned back to, to high school and actually the, the school district has accepted that I'm 17 now. Okay, let's say I take some blockers or whatever and I start to lose my facial hair and all that stuff, and somehow I get some, maybe some hair implants because, I mean, being a bald dude at 17 years old, that probably wouldn't, probably really throw it off. But see, I get some hair implants, okay? And I go there, and, I, and I'm and i now I'm attending school, and, um, you know, I'm playing sports, and I'm beating the, the hell out of a lot of people in sports. But if, if I were to tell you, hey, you know, Bryce, I've made this transition, um, and then you were to say to me, uh, Isaiah, I don't believe you made that transition. I believe you could get whatever procedures, whatever uh, chemicals. I don't believe you've done that. Would that mean that you hate me? Would you hate mm -hmm. me in that scenario? If you asked me and I replied that way? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. So so this is the same exact way that I feel towards trans, okay, trans people. 
I have not even one iota, not even 1%, because part of it is because I grew up with body dysmorphia, and I know this is a real thing. I grew up with BID. A lot of this related to some really traumatic stuff that happened in my childhood that I really wish didn't happen, but it did, okay? So I have that empathetic understanding of what it's like to be uncomfortable in your own skin. And I, and I do, I will get this on record because I will share one of these things. I'm not gonna go through all the details, but it used to be the case, and if you can see here, I have a little bit of hair on my arm. It used to be the case that I would pluck out all of the hair on my body, okay? And I would do, I mean, it was an insane OCD thing where I would literally like line them up in rows. And, and I would spend hours and hours and hours every week doing this. And my girlfriends thought it was the weirdest thing in the world. And they were like, we don't have a problem with you shaving your body. Like, I, actually, I still shave my body uh, a lot. Um, most places on my body, I still shave. The thing is, though, <clears throat> back then, is that it wasn't, it wasn't a choice. I did not, <clears throat> excuse me. If I were to go out, let's just say at this length, it's maybe it's like a quarter of an inch right now. I, and I, and I, let's just say I forgot to shave that day and I would be out in public. I, I would, I, I couldn't think about anything other than my arms. So if I was at school or whatever, at college, I, I couldn't concentrate. I had to go back and, and, and shave and shave. And that was, that is a horrible thing to have on your mind, you know, to be that uncomfortable with yourself, to feel that there's something growing on, on you and it's going to occupy your every thought. I, so I totally I totally get it. There's no, not one ounce of judgment coming towards people like that because I totally understand it. But that being said, if I were to, if you were to come to me and you were to say, hey, Isaiah, I'm thinking about transitioning to being a fish or whatever. And so can you help me cut off my arms and legs, go with me, be along with me in the process? I'm going to tell you, Oz, I love you, bro. I do not think you're going to, I don't think cutting off your arms and legs is going to make you a fish or a snake. And I'm going to be here every step along the way to try to make to try to help you to get help. But I feel like I would be not very loving or compassionate to go along with that. Okay. So do you understand at least where I'm coming from? Can you understand? I that? understand okay. the analogy you're trying to make, but I think it's a poor mm -hmm. analogy. I, Please. I don't think that that's uh, now, a, an appropriate comparison to okay. Go transgender Go people. Good. Good. Please. So the Elaborate. first problem is your the transition that you were talking about in your hypothetical, mm -hmm. and you've mentioned mm -hmm. a couple of different things. You've mentioned fish, dogs, you know, different species or whatnot. Age, age, age. Sure, these are things that are not possible because you can't change. Chronological age is not something alterable, and genetic. Uh, genetic makeup is not something that is alterable. Gender is alterable because gender is not necessarily biological. Gender is a social construct. Transitioning from one gender to the other becomes possible. This is why it's possible to do that regardless of whether you have uh, surgery because surgery is altering your biology, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of transgender people do choose to do that as well. Sometimes they go hand in hand, but a lot of times they don't. Gender is about how you identify. It's about the gender that you associate with that you see yourself as. So that can be changed, right? Um, 
nationality can be changed by moving. That's something that's changeable because that's not something that's, you know, uh, tied to your DNA. That has to do with where you live and your citizenship. So that can be changed. Um, so yeah, when it when you're comparing like biological things, like sex is biological. There's, you know the difference between sex and gender, right? Sex is biological. Well, gender I mean, has to do with identity, and a lot of people get them mixed up. They they confuse the two of them because, you know, you were about. To say I didn't really see those things. You no, know, I didn't really see those things as differently. But the the only point. Okay. Hold on. But the, the bigger point in all of this, uh, Bryce, is just to understand. Is I want you to understand from my perspective. It's, it's coming from a, from an area of understanding. Okay, I'm understanding where these people are coming from because I've gone through the whole feeling trapped in the wrong sex um, thing as a kid. So there's that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the, po the point is, is though, is that after lots of counseling, after a lot of meditation and all this stuff, I've become more comfortable with who Isaiah Perez is. And if I would have done something... I don't know, the way that I dealt with it was doing lots of drugs and traveling and promiscuity, uh, you know, in another lifetime. But the, the point is, is that all the things that I was filling myself with would be it gambling, be it prostitutes, be it alcohol, whatever that was. It didn't like solve the issue that I had internally. It just like masked it for a while. So all I want you to see is that we can have these conversations, but understand there's not one iota of hatred that I have towards any trans or LGBT. I mean, obviously I wouldn't even be having a conversation with you, uh, um, uh, uh, by well, I'm not accusing man you without, of, I'm not accusing you well, of I have having been. hatred. Uh -huh. You know, I, the, the reason, I think that what's important is, I, I totally get that by the way. I, I'm, mm -hmm. I acknowledge what you said. I, I don't view you as someone who is hateful um, intentionally, mm -hmm. you know, trying to harm other people <laughs> that way. I, I get it. But the problem is from a, if you can put yourself into a transgender person's shoes, when they hear an argument, okay. like, like the one that you just made and they understand what's inappropriate about the argument, do you, can you understand why it would be offensive to them to compare their gender identity, which is something that people do can and do change to, um, the biology of, you know, becoming, going from human to fish. I mean, that's kind of an offensive thing comparison because the two things don't really, uh, it's an inappropriate well, analogy. Okay. I would say in principle, I believe that it's an appropriate analogy, but if you're telling me the language that I'm using turns people off, mm -hmm. then obviously that's something I, this is why I need to have these conversations because mm -hmm. how am I supposed to learn if, I mean, literally, like li literally, I want to tell you what happened the other day. So I, so I, I, I went into the skeptic generation um, Discord, and, and I asked B. I said, I said, B, how does it make you feel knowing that I'm willing to go along with your pronouns, but like I'm not personally convinced that you're not a female. You know, you can tell me you're non-binary. Um, but to me, it's like, that's not a, I, if I were to tell you that, I would be lying. I would be lying to you if I were to tell you that I, that's what I believe. So this just has to do with, I generally want to know how does my inability to believe in something, how does that affect you? Okay. So I'm going to tell you what she said. One, she, oh, I'm sorry. Day, 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 day. I cut myself. See, 
it's a learning process. They told me that I'm God, and I can't be. I I apologize because I can't bleep this out right now, but I did catch myself. They told me that um, God, I feel I actually feel really bad when I do things like that, you know. So I actually did call in and I did apologize to them, but they told me that they would not want to be a, a close friend of mine, right? Then another another person gets on who's a transgender person, and they say, I wouldn't even want to be in the same room as you, okay? That's what they told me. They would not want to be in the same room as Isaiah Perez because Isaiah Perez is not personally convinced of a, of a, of a proposition. So you don't accept Christianity, Bryce. I totally get that, and I totally respect that. And I understand that because I wasn't convinced for many years. But what if I said, hey, you know what, Oz? I don't want to be in the same room as you because you got curly hair or you're black or whatever it is. That's like an offense. How are you not taking into consideration my um, my thoughts here? So I understand maybe I need to have it. I need to phrase things in a different way. I'll get that. But understand, this is just some. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm not saying it is or it isn't the case. And what I believe actually is irrelevant. If that's what they believe in more power to them. You know, I, I'm not someone who goes out and tries to attack them. But if I get asked my opinion on something, I'm going to tell you my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I think it's important to distinguish between the two different responses. And because you started off by saying V's response was, I wouldn't want to be friends with you. And then some other person close said, friend. I wouldn't close want friend. to be, sure, I wouldn't want to be close friends. But then you said mm -hmm. really quickly, and then some other person said, I wouldn't want to be in the room with you. So we're not mm -hmm. saying that this is V's position, right? This is just someone else, mm -hmm. right? There's multiple different. Yeah, that's, I'm yeah. sorry, I, I meant it. Okay. Um, now, I, you know, the only thing I can say to that is one of the things that I do on my show and when I have discussions like this is I try to share knowledge and bolster understanding both ways. You know, I like to get mm -hmm. to know what other people believe, why, figure out areas where we agree and then figure out areas where we disagree sure. and then figure out why sure. we disagree to see if we can come to some sure. sort of resolution. And I think, does, yeah, and I think V does something similar to that on her show. And so when you encounter oh, hey, on, I got you knew. Yeah, on their, their show, show, I caught v, you. Yeah, there you go. So I apologize about see, that. Hey, but, see, just, just, so, just so it's obvious. Even people of the LGBT community do this. Whoever's watching, I caught him. I caught myself. So it's legitimately a mistake sometimes, right? Okay. It is. Keep going. The the issue right. is when you are trying to do that and you're trying to figure out why people disagree and someone uh -huh. is not willing to have that conversation anymore, then I can understand V's position of saying, okay, well, then I can't have future conversations with you. Because sure, sure. basically what your position is, is you don't understand it and you're not really going to try to understand it anymore. You're just going to call them what they want to be called for the sake of convenience and being cordial. But you're not really interested in, in figuring out why you disagree or, or you know, going for some common ground beyond that. And so well Does that make i don't sense? think that's not that's no yeah but that's not accurate what you're saying that's not accurate what you just said but uh because well, i am willing to be obviously i am willing to have my mind change i'm just okay. saying where i'm uh, hold on, uh, but, 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 but bryce this mm -hmm. has to go with just where people are whenever they get information you know i I, yeah. I remember whenever i was about 
around 20 years old, I was dating this girl and she told me that she was reading this book like 1984. And mm -hmm. when I look back, I hadn't read that book at that point. And, and actually it wasn't until about eight years ago that I got my hands on 1984. And it literally is my favorite book of all time. Okay. But in that book, bro, in that book, they torture this guy and the, the, the torture scenes are incredibly intense and every, they literally start like just disintegrating the person and they're trying to get him to, to be convinced of something that says two plus two is five. Okay. And he just, he physically can't do it and he's being judged for it. And uh, they're going to, you know, they're, they're, they said, we're going to kill you. We're just going to, if you don't believe this, we're going to kill you. And so he, he actually is able to force himself to do it for like a second, but, but, but it really it, it slips very quickly. But it just, that's the situation I'm in right now. Doesn't mean I hate anyone. Doesn't mean that I'm not willing to learn. But if you put it put like this, Bryce, if you put a gun to my head and, and to my daughter's head and said, you need to be convinced of this right now, or we are going to blow out the brains of you and your daughter. Okay. I'm telling you, I would, we would be dead. We would be dead because that's just where I'm at right now. Now you convince me later on, that's a different story, right? If you convince me and I change my positions like I did with the pronouns, then we're, it's a different ball game. But, yeah, but as I question, stand right now, the question yeah. is, are you willing to be convinced? That's really what it comes down to. Like, if if are you willing, are you to, willing to be convinced? Yeah, it's not a matter of some because nobody's putting a gun to your head and saying you must believe that right that uh, gender is a social right. construct and that right, right. No one's doing that, right? It's just a question mm -hmm. of are you willing to listen to me as I explain my position about why gender is a social construct. And if you say no, well, then we don't have to have any more conversations. But if you say yes, then that's when you engage further. Uh, okay. Well, I just say we can have these conversations. And if I'm being shut down to that level or to where people on other channels are calling me, dropping F-bombs on me because they just asked me flat out last night, do you, do you believe that this is the case? Do you believe that trans women are women? And I said, I don't believe that. And then they just kicked me out of their live stream. And started dropping a bunch of profanity on me. So it's like, that is not, in okay, well, uh, uh, Bryce, let me tell you this. <sighs> There's a trans woman, um, and that person is transitioning to be a woman, and they're tormented by the, tormented by the fact that they can't do something that they feel like they should be able to do, which is like have a child for the person who they love, which is this man, Bryce, that brings so much pain to me to know that people are out there like that. You know, it, it hurts my soul. It hurts the recesses of my soul, bro. My position is not based out of hatred, bro. It's, it's a base of like, I just want to get people to accept themselves, you know? It, 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 brings, it brings so much pain to me to think that there's people who feel that they need to mutilate themselves and, um, you know, and go through horribly painful procedures. Now, if they do that, that's what they, that's the route that they want to go. I'm like, as I've already said, I don't believe hate speech should be, um, well, I, I, believe I think you should be careful. Should be I think you should be yeah. careful with your usage of the term mutilating themselves because or modifying, modifying trans transitioning people are doing. Well, they're, Mutilating is to cut something. So if you're cutting off your, your genitalia, that is mutilation. I, you might not like the word they're cutting off or 
that's that's what it is though i mean it's, we could get into semantics here but that's that's what's happening so to me that's a painful procedure like i was just watching a video of, of a trans man who had to have like skin taken from his leg to try to build a penis and from his thigh, his thigh. and it's, it was an incredibly painful and long and expensive procedure okay and so the, he was devastated when his penis like eventually fell off and so i'm just saying bro like out of love that seemed like if i could if i could prevent someone from having to do that to themselves and just accept who they are at the moment i'm saying that seems like the more compassionate empathetic uh, approach but i do want to go on to this next topic because we could probably talk about I'd love to maybe, that's what we'll just have to talk about that topic alone. But there are other issues related to um, LGBT rights and stuff. So I do want to ask you this question right here because um, we might be able to find some common ground right here. But so churches lose nonprofit status for doing things like being anti-gay or being like anti-gay marriage. Um, should, do you think they should lose their nonprofit status what are your thoughts on that i don't think any churches should have nonprofit status if, if you're asking should so, churches pay taxes my answer is yes but i that but that applies to all churches as far as i'm concerned is that was that your question um okay for the sake of the universe that we're in, can you answer the question according to the universe that we happen to live in right now? Um, well, obviously, if a the answer, is, obviously the answer is yes. If I think that all churches should be nonprofit, should be uh, um, not have nonprofit status, then that would include the churches that you're asking me about. Yeah. So, because I mean, I'm I'm generally what I would consider a secular humanist as far as the government uh, is related concerned. I don't believe that the churches should be getting involved in politics at all. I mean, or if they, that's fine if you want to, but you're going I believe that they should lose their nonprofit status in doing so. So maybe that's something that they want to do. Be my guess. It's a free world. But in my opinion, like once you start getting into the arena of politics, you've crossed the line, the, the goal of what you're trying to do because we support nonprofits here, which we'll get to in, in, in a later what we do. But I do believe that there should be a special arena, people who are trying to do humanitarian work, where your goal is not to make money. Like that's not the your, your goal or intention to do. You're trying to do some kind of service that's going to help out humanity, which I do believe that churches do. But then you start entering into a completely different arena of politics. And at that point, I'm like, dude, <sighs> You guys have lost me because I don't I don't see why that's something that it, it would be like and I and I try to explain this to Christians get mad at me that I have those views but I'm like well what would you do if somebody walked into your church and was like there's a pothole down the street and we want your church to go fix it you'd be like that's not our arena you got to go contact the government you know you got to go down the city hall or whatever call the proper channels so I'm like. Like you're totally crossing areas that are totally not related, in my opinion. But 
Yes, we and can. By the way, I do agree that there should be not, that nonprofits should exist. So I'm not against nonprofits, but I'm against. Why specifically for churches? Then I'm just curious. Well, it's to me. I, I think that um, charities should should be non should enjoy nonprofit status before for the charity and the uh, you know services that they provide uh, to people. Um, I don't think that that should be. That's not necessarily what a church is. Now, churches can do that, and mm -hmm. if they do have a service like that, you know, if that is a function within their church, and they have records and they can be, you know. Um, audited to see that yes they are mm -hmm. providing that then sure but they have to actually be doing they shouldn't just get that status because they're a church right you know interesting i, I had a conversation with by the way thank you grambler he said keep keep religion out of politics one million percent agree with that one i'm pretty sure i'm more secular than you uh bryce as far as that goes i'm like uh, i i don't want government in the slightest sense of word involved but You know, that being said, um, Christians, yeah, they, they one, one of the reasons why is they want to get the government involved in the things that's convenient for them. Okay? So they want to get the government involved with never starts to come to things like gay marriage or abortion. But then when you take something else, like the Bible also talks about greed, you will literally, the level of cognitive dissonance that would have to exist inside of Christians' minds to say this, because most Christians are like really pro, pro, pro capitalism. They'll say, "Well, capitalism is the greatest system on the earth because it's grace off of greed, and man is by nature greedy." And you're like, that completely defeats all the other arguments you were making as far as the government like enforcing your Christian morality. You know, so it's like people will want to take to use the government to promote the things that they want to get promoted, and that's my biggest issue. You know, that's my issue with that. It's like I say government doesn't need to get involved in any of that. There's no it's, it's unnecessary. But I do want to I do want to I do want to ask you. See another question. We'll go we'll jump over to five. But what is wrong, in your opinion, for having um, safe third options for uh, transgender people? Um, because so, so I'll give you a little bit of context here. In South Korea, at the front of bathrooms, they have like family stalls, stalls, and or, and also like handicap stalls. So as you're walking into the various bathrooms, like you don't want to go. I, I really don't like being. I just in general, I, I really hate using the bathroom in public. But I, I would prefer having individual stalls. But um, what would be like wrong, in your opinion, by having a safe designated third area for transgender people like uh, can you give me your thoughts on that well so i'm assuming you're talking about two two additional spaces right because there's transgender men and sure. then there's transgender women so you're sure. talking about adding sure. two sure. more options to the restroom facilities that people have to choose from mm -hmm. is there anything wrong with it not necessarily i don't think it's particularly the most practical thing to do, but I don't know that it's, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that it's wrong for businesses or, you know, organizations or facilities to have that if they choose to have that. So does it make me transphobic? Because this is, 
people love to throw on this word, man. Whenever you you present anything that even remotely goes against this agenda, and you're just transphobic. Okay, I'm like, look, Christians hate this fact. <laughs> I say this. I'm like, dude, let's provide a safe third space for sports. For um, can I interrupt you for hold, a moment? Hold, 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 hold. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. That's a really big thing on this channel. Is not to interrupt, but. Um, so let's provide safer space, third spaces for sports and for um, uh, bathroom uh, lockers. Make sure everybody is able to walk into the bathroom that they want uh, and feel totally, uh, totally safe in that environment. So go ahead. So you just used the word agenda, and uh -huh. you used it in the pejorative, right? I, and I assume you're referring to people who use the term transphobia, but. Mm -hmm. What is the agenda that you're talking about? Uh, because to me, that's is a, that is a uh, that is a word. It, it's kind of a trigger word, and it, it seems to mean a lot to the people who use it. But whenever I ask someone what they mean when they refer to a specific agenda, they have great difficulty yeah. in explaining to me what the agenda is. So I don't know what like the trans agenda mean. I don't know what that means. Okay. So Bryce, everybody has an agenda. Okay, you have an agenda. I have an agenda for having this podcast. Um, I normally have atheist co-hosts. Unfortunately, I don't have any right now. But um, normally, I have atheist co-hosts. Um, I have used some like non-religious, not not Christian or atheist, but just something in between. And so, I have an agenda that I'm trying to accomplish here, and that's to get people to sit down, and have conversations, crossing over lines, and not being disrespectful, hateful, and genuinely trying to understand things from from the other person's perspective, okay? That's an agenda that I have. So to say that you have an agenda, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that that's good or that's bad. Um, you, trans, trans people have, or trans, trans, trans activists, they have an agenda to get equal rights. And, 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 and I totally, if that was my group of people, I totally get it. Unequivocally, Bryce. Unequivocally. Okay. But if you come along and say, we're going to introduce these new things that are going to totally uproot a lot of things, okay? And we want it done yesterday, which is what their mentality is. We want everything done yesterday. I'm telling you, that's not, that's not a reasonable thing to do. Okay. Now, to understand, maybe there might be, there might be various times in which we're making progress or, or, or like, like, okay, let, let me, let me give you, let, let me, let me give you an analogy. Like whenever you go to, let's say, let's say we wanted to get to zero emissions or totally electric cars to say that tomorrow, no one can drive a petroleum car is totally unreasonable. It would cause so much damage to, to, to a society and to structures and institutions. It would be completely and utterly unreasonable. So, I'm fine in trying to find solutions and to be accommodating, but to think that we we're, we're, we need to accept 100% of what you say, or we're just transphobic. Like that's that's what that's what's levied at me. I'm transphobic because I want to see a safe space for everybody. So the definition of irony that I'm transphobic because I want everybody to be in a safe environment. If that's not the definition of irony, uh, Bryce, I don't know what is, you know? I, I guess so, maybe the question so I was the asking point is, 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 what that, is your definition of the trans? 
I've been told if I'm like a 75% ally in that agenda, then I'm an enemy. I, I'm I, I not, I cannot be a 75, I cannot be 85% ally. I am either 100% on everything that you have to say, regardless of my own personal interests, my concerns. I'm either an ally or I'm your enemy. So that Just is such extreme black and white thinking. I, um, I don't really see that that being you know, just, I, just for clarity. I, if you're going to speak to people at that level, I'm kind of like, you're going to lose me. You're going to have a zero percent ally at that point. You know just what I'm for saying? Clarity. What are you that? saying that tr the transgender agenda means fighting for equal rights? You there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Bryce. Hello? Can you Bryce. hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. I don't know what happened. Were you? Did you hear what I was saying right now? Yeah, I heard you the whole time. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I, I was asking uh, you. Please. No, I was trying to ask you. Do you think that does does transgender agenda does that mean fighting for equal rights? That that was the only question I was asking. I'm trying to figure out what the agenda was. If, are you saying that that means people who fight for equal rights? Equal rights, and I, I maybe favorable. See this, and this is the problem where I would say it gets to the point where we're having favorable rights because if you say that boxers, may fighters, just need to transition for a year, and then they can, oh my god, and then all they got to do is, is do these therapies, whatever, and. To me, that seems, it does not seem fair. It does not seem equal. It seems like they're going to do some serious damage to, to women. So to me, it's like, it's no longer getting to the point of being fair. It's now you're having a, an outrageous advantage. So that would be where like the caveat that I would put in today. So people who are for transgender rights are not really for equal rights. They're for superior rights. That's what you're saying. I would say, yeah. In some regards, in some regards, not every. If you just okay. want to use the bathroom, like totally, I get that. But then here's the thing. Then you got to understand some women are just not going to be comfortable walking into the bathroom with a person with whatever gender they are that has like a male talia. Okay. So How would they know that? Then you're taking, away, you're taking away from their rights. You're taking away from their rights. At that point. How would they know okay. that? What do you, what do you talk to me? Can you hear me? Yeah, barely. How would they know hey, that? Can you hear me? Yeah, you, your audio keeps going in and out, so, but I can hear you. Yeah, my wife keeps calling me, hold on. I think every time I try to reject it, it like, just one second, I'm, I apologize. Uh, Bryce, can you hear me? I can. Bryce, can you, can you hear, hear me? me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you.
You can't hear me, Bryce? I can hear you. You can hear me? Yes. Now I can't hear you. Um, I'm new to this thing. I can hear you loud and clear. Bryce, right now? I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you perfectly now. Okay. 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 Um anyway, let's let's go to the, I'm not sure where we were right there, but let's, I, let's you, the, the last point that you made was that trend that women will feel uncomfortable with someone of the wrong yeah. gender coming into a restroom. And my my I don't understand why that is an argument that people think makes sense because I don't know how anyone's gonna know what someone else has, you know, what private parts someone else well, has in the bathroom. So well, especially especially I hate to say this, but there are, there are definitely a lot of non, what you might call non-passing um, trans women, I guess. I mean, let's be clear about this. We're not, I'm not afraid of a trans male coming into the bathroom with me. That's not something I feel like is going to make me uncomfortable, um, honestly. But we're, we're the people who we're talking about who are going to, there's one class. There's one class of people, and it would be a cisgender female, okay? A cisgender female is going to be the one person who's going to walk into a bathroom. And under this circumstance, everyone else is covered. Everyone else is covered. We already know that the trans people are perfectly okay to walk into whatever bathroom they want. They're going to feel uh, they're going to feel okay in that in that regard. Uh, the biological males are. And so it is it is a cisgendered females who are very vulnerable people, we might add. So uh, you know, females and you know, in general, they're vulnerable. So like, that's the one group of people that we need to take into consideration. And that's all I'm saying. Like, look, look, if a trans woman doesn't want to walk into a, a male bathroom, I totally get that. I totally get that. And if I make that, that, that known to like my Christian friends, they, they'll turn their guns in on me, Bryce. You understand? Like I will piss them off if I make those kind of statements. Do you understand that in principle? Right. They aren't happy that I want to accommodate trans, right? Yeah, but I don't get know that? that that's that's not really relevant to what. Yeah, actually, it is relevant. Is. It is relevant. It is it is relevant. It absolutely is relevant because my position. I'm telling you, my position is based on one that wants to see everybody taken care of, and both sides don't. Both sides think that I'm either being too uh, too affirming or not affirming enough. You know, so I think it's yeah. I think it's completely relevant. That right. both sides are thinking in this extreme, extreme way of thinking on both ends. I'm trying to be something in, in the middle. That's do you think my position everybody. is extreme, though? Well, can you tell me your position? Yeah, people should have the right to go to the bathroom that they of the gender that they identify with. It's very simple. Uh, is that an extreme position? Yeah. If you're not willing to okay. consider to take into consideration anyone else's, like if you're putting if you're putting priority over from a, a, a biological uh, male who's transitioned to over a, a biological female, yeah, then I would say that that's in, my, unreasonable. My position, position doesn't prioritize anyone. My position applies okay. across the board. Anyone should well, have the right to go into whatever bathroom of whatever gender they well, identify with. Yeah, maybe this is like just a kind of double speak because I would absolutely say that your position, it, it does prioritize those people because 
because I'm not, because I've explained it to you, a female, a biological female who walks into a bathroom under those conditions is not going to be, it's not going to feel comfortable. And the truth is, is that I wouldn't want my daughter to go into the bathroom sit, uh, and sitting, sitting next to a um, biological male. It doesn't mean that, that's I that person that's doesn't. Different, that's a different argument. That's not how you're is speaking that? from the person you're speaking from the perspective of someone who's not a biological male. You wouldn't feel comfortable with your daughter, but that's not the same thing as saying women wouldn't feel comfortable. Like you're trying to make an argument for women and saying that they would feel more comfortable this way or the other. But I don't think you can generalize all women that way. All cisgender women. Well, okay, you're absolutely unequivocally right on that point. I would grant that point. But there are women, there are women, and maybe my daughter's not going to be totally comfortable with that. And so to me, I don't know. It's, I feel like I'm kind of just in a lose-lose situation. I don't think either side is going to – neither side wants to make compromise, and I think that's a problem, Bryce. The thing both sides want restrooms is that nobody mm -hmm. has to use one. Like nobody is forced to using a public restroom. It's optional for everybody, mm -hmm. right? So you really don't mm -hmm. have to go to a public restroom if you think that you might be uncomfortable with someone else who walks in there. Um, it's But the option – You never eat Mexican food. Bryce, you never ate Mexican food, bro. <laughs> that that can kind of Mexican food kind of throws a monkey wrench in that argument right there, Bryce. But um, anyway, thank you for having that one. I do, I would like to transition uh, to the next one. Um, do you believe that everyone is bi, Bryce? No. No. You. I, so. I believe let me, let me elaborate. One, Maybe you want me to elaborate yeah. on that. I identify I am yeah. bisexual myself. Yeah, right. I know that. Do I think that everyone else is like me? No, I, because I've met too many people who are not like me. Um, my spouse is not like me. My best friends are not. And everybody is different. I think sexuality is a spectrum. And, and uh, to assume that everybody is the same way, it would not be based on one any science but it's not even based on my anecdotal experience i know many people right right by, so. right uh do you mind if i ask we don't have to get into names or details or anything do you, do you mind if i ask you about your spouse uh it depends on what questions you ask but go ahead and ask uh, the is, question is it, is it a male or is your no. is your spouse married to a man okay 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 yeah okay all right so so then this would just be an interesting question i would want to ask you like what is your Okay, so we talked about like let's just say one is the gayest, gayest per like an Elton John person, and nine would be like a Johnny Depp or something. Just this, I guess Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, just say like the straightest, straightest guy you've ever seen. <laughs> On that meter, where would you rate as far as being gay? Or I don't, I know you don't consider yourself more like. Or would you? Obviously, I would say it would be a lot closer to the one because if you're if you're in a gay marriage, then like. What, what is it? Is it more just like a? Are you familiar with the Kinsey scale? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Kinsey scale, which is a bit outdated because this was something done in the uh, decades ago, right? But basically, it's a scale from one to six, where, or from zero to six, where zero is one hundred percent heterosexual and six is one hundred percent homosexual, right? You're asking me where I would place myself on a similar scale than that right yeah because that's i mean 
Yeah, can you, it is a little bit. I, I'm, I'm going to use this expression. It's, it's not what you're going to think it is when I say weird. Like that's. I don't mean that that doubting is weird, but it's like, is it? Is it like? Do you? Are are like? Have you been in relationships? Let me ask you this: Have you been in relationships with both, with both, uh, genders? Like an not just a sexual relationship. Y yes, but not at the same time. Too much information on that one, bro. Uh, well, the way you I asked mean, like, the question, okay. have I been in relationships with? No, uh, no, God, 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 God. This is a PG. This is a PG okay. podcast, bro. Uh, yeah, oh, by the way, Grambler, Oz does. Uh, no, uh, 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 Bryce doesn't believe in God, so he says you have a patience of a God. He doesn't believe in God, so get lost with that one. But, <laughs> but Bryce, um, I, God, that sounds really bad that I said that. I, I really do not mean I, to use that word i know what you were because, mean. Because, what you meant the answer is yes, but the thing I is because i personally be, okay because i personally believe that most people are and especially if you take off the social constructs of it most people probably might go both ways um if there was zero social stigma behind it you know but um so i because, and this just uh i've met enough people to you know, most people are either 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 willing to experiment or uh, maybe just out of morbid curiosity or maybe because we can just appreciate beauty. You know, like I could take a look at Johnny Depp and say, that guy is beautiful. You know, actually, it doesn't have to even have to do with the sexual. Uh, it, not necessarily, but like a Bradley Cooper, like Jesus Christ, that guy is like has the most perfect bone structure I've ever seen in any human being on this planet. So I'm just for my I'm curiosity, would you identify yourself as bisexual? No, but I will say this because I've already mentioned some of the dysmorphia that I've grown up with. So there was definitely a lot of confusion and experimentation growing up. Um yeah there's plus the trans i mean i'm gonna be honest the trans issue one of the things that makes it so weird and uncomfortable for me personally is because i mean i'll just i'll be honest in saying that there is some attraction there so it's hard to that kind of makes you feel like oh I'm not, does that make me gay does that make me bi like you know what i mean it, it, it is a bit of an uncomfortable feeling so um i i the this reason i'm asking the question the reason i asked you the question is because your answer was no i'm just gonna to, unless you choose to change it, but the answer I got from that was no, you don't identify as. I've experimented. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay, so that, based on the fact that you are one such person who does not, mm -hmm. can you understand that a lot of other people would also similarly not identify as bisexual? Sure, sure. I'm you may, I mean, you may have your opinion about them, but yeah, yeah. You know, you, you only have what people have to go off of, right? Some people would say that everything that you just said would make someone bisexual. Other people would say, no, it doesn't. So even the definition right. is subjective. And then and actually, that's what I was trying to ask. That is the nature of the question I was asking you. Like, like, do you, do you like, is it your preference? And I, and I obviously, this is now that I know that you're in a gay marriage, like that's kind of answers the question because obviously you have a, uh, you obviously have more of a preference towards not really men. Not not really. You don't. Okay. No, because okay, I could I'm... have just as easily ended up in a marriage with a woman. I just okay. happened to yeah. be the the marriage I ended up with 
happened to be the the person that I the most recent person I fell in love with, I should say. Um, but really? that could have well, been that's that was the fact that it was a you know had, had I had this been uh, fifteen years ago and a different relationship had gone another way, I might be in a different marriage. Okay, so so you would you would literally say that. No, I was saying that doesn't the what marriage I ended up with doesn't necessarily speak to uh, a preference or that I have one way or the other. So you would generally say that your attraction is literally like 50 percent, 50 percent, like just straight down. You're a straight shooter. I wouldn't describe it that way because it oscillates. (laughs) Some days I'm more interested in one and then some other days I'm more interested in the other. So it's not, you know, it's not consistently I have. You know, as much as I have a morbid curiosity about that, um, this is a PG. Um, I was going to say, I remember you chastising me earlier, <laughs> telling me it's a PG. Yeah. So, so you're asking yeah. me. I'm happy to answer whatever questions you have. No, because you know. I'm not going to lie. Some of that is just flat out morbid curiosity. Um, well, you can ask me about it offline. <clears throat> about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I will give you. So last night I'm being accused of transphobia, homophobia, da 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 da. Growing up with the kind of dysmorphia I did, I got viciously, viciously verbally assaulted by people calling me freak. The other F word that they use for trans, oh, not trans, homosexual. That experience has made me very naturally empathetic towards gay, bi, trans whatever, 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 trisexual. Uh, try as you're willing to try everything, which is like, I would consider myself back in the day. But but just to, like, just to let you know, like the level of comfort I have with, with like gay people. I wouldn't do this now because I'm married and I have a wife and I, you know, I'm a missionary now, but it used to be the case that uh, I was so comfortable with gay guys. I mean, I had a gay friend and this is going to sound like the worst thing you've ever heard right here. It's going to sound like the gay. This is simultaneously like the gayest and the straightest thing because he was just like a bit of a nudist. And so at his house was like total nude. Just like clothes are optional. So he'd go there, take off my clothes. We slept in the same bed naked. And I even gave him a back massage because I just like, and he actually kind of tried to make a little pass to me. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm straight. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm, I ain't interested in that. But that's a level of comfort I would have with a gay person. It's, I wouldn't do that now. I'm just, if anyone tried to paint Isaiah Perez as being homophobic, it's just not true. What, what a homophobic person would do something like that, you know? It's just, I'm not intimidated. Like, and this, this gets right into the last question. Right? This will lead into the last question I sent you. <clears throat> I'm kind of like a live and let lure, live, live and let live, live and let live, live and let live. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, one second. I, my mouth's a little bit dry. I'm going to grab some drink real sure. quick. I ran out of boba. I ran out of my boba. So, you like bobas, by the way? Uh, I like Boba Fett. You like Boba what? Boba Fett from Star Wars, the bounty hunter. 
I don't know. No, the drink. Okay, that was that was that your attempt at humor? Come on. It was. I told you it's very dry, but but uh, true Star Wars <laughs> fans would, would have gotten it. Uh, yeah, so Bryce, before we get into this last question, I really deeply want to thank you for your time you've taken. Um, I know these can be some uncomfortable talks, but the fact that you're willing to have a conversation with me and not uh, use profanity at me and try to understand I'm coming from a place of love and compassion, and I'm learning, you know, I just, I really thank you for taking the time, man. You're welcome. This is obviously something that's affecting me on a personal level very much, you know? I can see. So, you ready for the last one? Yes. Okay, I am a live and let live person, right? Obviously, you should just know this, that I am not going to be okay with, like, a gay marriage personally, you know? Like, I probably wouldn't have attended your wedding and... Uh, I happen to believe that's a sin. Um, I don't want to vote to stop you from bearing. If someone comes to attack you, I'm going to defend you, whether that be physical or online. Uh, I don't believe it, there's people like Darth Dawkins who are using homophobic or uh, language that's designed to try to hurt people like you or Arden of Eden. I'm going to stand up as an ally and say, this is not right, and I'm going to call it out. You know, But I'm kind of like, I'm a... I believe that we have free will from God. And I believe if that's what you, that's what the route you want to go, um, I would have, before you got married, I would have highly suggested maybe dating a Korean woman because they are kind of uh, inclined towards Korean women. But because uh, I think uh, that's just my own personal preference, you know? I'm just kind of a live and let live guy. Like you should have those rights. No one should be coming after you, no one should be abusing you. And so, the last one is just kind of like, last question is, do you believe that everyone should just keep their lives private and just be left alone? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I think people should be uh, left alone if they choose to keep their lives private and they're not harming anyone else. Um, mm -hmm. I don't th think that, you know, there's some caveats there because some people will argue th that, um, you know, that, that they have a, well, I don't want to use a group as an example, but some people do some shady things in private where there is actually harm, you know, and so that you don't get to you don't get to um, experience the privacy of your own home if you are actually harming someone else there, you know. Right. But for the most part, as as long as you're in a uh, consensual thing with, uh, you know if you're talking about marriages or sexual relationships or anything like that, as long as everybody has consented to everything, then yeah, that should be a private, uh, private matter. This says Bryce seems like a nice guy. He's a nice guy when he's on my channel. When I went on his channel, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We, we've had some great talks, but you know, I want to tell you something really weird. This is really weird. Um, dude, <sighs> I actually just found out that I've been associated with a cult, with a cult for almost the last two years, bro. And I just it just came out like last week. I mean, that was a weird experience. Um, I, I wasn't because I live at the bottom of Korea. I come up like once a week, do some mission stuff. And I was hanging around with them like once a month. But, dude, yeah, they're. I can I can't even imagine to think about the stuff that was going on behind doors, you know, as as you mentioned. 
because I know this stuff that I would catch a little one, like one thing would be here and I'd be like, God, that doesn't seem right. But like, okay, you know, everyone's quirky. Everybody has some quirks. Uh, no, I, I certainly do. If you, you tore my part of life, you'd find all kinds of stuff that's inconsistent. But, but just imagine what, you know, the things that you see, and th this gets back to the beginning. There's things we know and there's things we don't know. If I could obviously rewind the clock back a year and a half ago, I would never have gotten involved with these people, you know, but I've learned things about them since. And I've come to understand that um, my thoughts were wrong. And it could be the case, Oz. Order, I keep calling you Oz. You don't look nothing like that guy. You're much more handsome than, than Oz. Bryce, okay, Bryce. It could be the case in a year and a half that I learned some stuff about, you know, trans people that totally convinces my mind, that totally changes me. I, I'm open to those ideas, you know, but I just, I just would like to be respected where I'm at in my journey. I'm trying to find answers. I'm trying to find the truth. And people just naturally get defensive of themselves and their positions if you come at them attacking them, you know? So that kind of like thinking of those ways just kind of like shuts down the, um, you know, it shuts down the ability to progress forward. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, um, and I would say that if you're like, that kind of answered the question I asked you earlier, you know, are you willing to mm -hmm. learn more about it? And if you are, mm -hmm. then I would encourage you to have more conversations with people who are, you know, members of the trans community. It's, uh, yeah. you know, it, um, th there's, there's a lot of different perspectives, but if you want the perspective of the transgender community, I would recommend talking to transgender people, you know, um, you can talk to ally. Like I would consider myself an ally of the trans community, but I'm not actually transgender. I haven't lived right. that experience. Just... I accidentally misgendered V earlier as, right. as you did, you know? And so, yeah, I'm right. not a perfect person nobody is sure, but sure. but if you want to if you want to empathize more and you want to understand where the common ground is you have to be willing to have those conversations and the conversation has to be more than just about let's find the areas where we already agree and only talk about that right you know you have to be willing to figure out where you don't agree and why you don't agree and is there something i don't know that you know and if there's something that yeah exactly. you don't know that i can teach you you know that type of thing absolutely so. you have a good head on your shoulders and good thoughts on that i mean i'll tell you this i find a lot of conversations i have with christians to be kind of boring because they well, one, I already know most of the things that they're going to believe in, you know, so it's like there's not much opportunity for me to learn. I mean, there is some opportunity to learn in some regards, but it's for a lot of times there's just like if I talk to a Trumpster, I could already tell precisely where that conversation is going to go. You know, like we don't even need to have the conversation to know exactly where it's going to go. Whereas some of these talks that we have, I prefer talking, you know, we've talked to Muslims, Jews, Hindus, Buddhists agnostic just just about everything in between there have you ever tried and, talking um, to a christian who was also transgender or homosexual or bisexual or anything of that sort because they're out there you know that might be it, so it's not a matter of not trying it's it's not a matter of not trying it's just again people will shut me down oz uh bryce okay i'm gonna literally gonna if i slap if i cause you oz again i'm gonna slap myself out of principle i don't know why i keep doing that but okay. totally legitimate 
mistake. I I misgend I misgendering you. You misname that way. Me. It's okay. I'll miss dead name, dead name. Uh, and actually, you know what? Just one one quick quick thing because now you've learned what dead naming is. What are your thoughts about atheists who dead name um, your friend um, Khalil Allah and they call him his pre-Muslim name, which is Justin? Well, he's not because my they friend. Do that. He's, just, I, he's, a, a, he's an acquaintance of mine. We know each other. Person, but, you know. We're not related. But I mean, I would say that um, I call people by what they want to be called. And I just think that that is, I, I don't want people calling me, you're a Christian, you believe in the golden rule, right? Do unto others. Yes. Yeah. Right. So if you believe in that and you don't want somebody calling you a name that you don't like or just a name that isn't even your own, why yeah. would you do it to someone else? And so that's, yeah, I just but that's people what they want to be called. That's not the question I asked you there. I didn't say, what do you call Kim? I said, what do you think about the atheists who deliberately go out of their way to dead name that guy? Uh, well, because I, I, it's like I the disagree with it because because they're okay. not calling people. So I think it is the answer to your question. I don't I think that people should be called what they want to be called. So if somebody is calling you something that is not what you want to be called, then I don't I wouldn't want to have anything to do with that person. So so you're willing to call no, that's great. If you're willing to call that abusive behavior, because to me it doesn't matter if I see a Christian engaging in hate speech or speech that I know that they're trying to do something to hurt someone. That is irrelevant to me. That has no relevance whatsoever if you're Christian or Buddhist or science, God forbid Scientologist. Like if I see bad behavior like that, I'm gonna call it out, period. I could not give a good goddamn if I agree with you or not. It's like I'm gonna call out abusive behavior, period. So what do you think anyway, that, why do you I, think that they would call why do you think that they would call him call somebody by the wrong name? Because atheists engage in very cultish type thinking. So you think and it's an atheist? Are, you don't think it's just a, a individual behavior? Because I think anyone of any demographic can do that. I don't think that that's I, something that you know, atheists do as a part of atheism. I believe I've seen it. I've seen guys, Bryce, um, say that my daughter's going to grow up and be a prostitute and guys are going to run gangbangs on her inside of these atheist groups uh, because I've made it known that with the trans issue is like, I just don't believe that that's gonna help the person. If let I, me, let me I, I think you took your, you kind of misunderstood my question. So let me, let me ask it a, a different way. I believe there's double standards. Atheists use extreme double standards. I'm not asking a question about atheists. I'm talking about people in general. Why would anyone do you think call someone dead name? by? Yes. Why do you think that they would uh, dead name someone? Because they're disrespectful of people's religion, people, people's deeply held beliefs. You want us to normalize atheism, and you want us to re respect pronouns and not dead name people. But then you'll turn around and show total. And I'm, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about just what I call evangelical atheism or like the cult of atheism that you're willing to not, and again, not you, but you're willing to engage in some like extreme levels of, I'm not sure if you want to call it cognitive dissonance. If you want to call it just total, total. You know what stealing is? It's like, I'm sorry. Do you know what steel manning is? Yeah. Yeah, like it's the opposite of straw manning. Like if you, you try to find, yeah, the best, I know exactly. Do, would you be able to steel man a person 
Trump's argument, if they if they were dead naming someone, could you could you figure out a way that they would actually explain themselves about why they feel they need to do that? Nope, I can't. I wouldn't be able to do that for a trans person. And I wouldn't be able to do that for a. I, the only I can think of is just a total disrespect, total disregard of the other person. And so, can no, I try? I I, I, do you mind if I try? You be my guest all day long. You ask me if I could do it. I can't. This gets down to what I'm going to be able to think of inside of my own mind. And if I tell you that that's a, a still man, that I would be lying. But go ahead. Is it is it possible that someone who dead named someone, the reason that they're doing it is because they actually feel like the name that your mother gave you is your true name. And when you're calling yourself something else, trying to represent yourself as part of a community that you may be new to or may not know much about. You're actually being disrespectful to your family and your friends and everybody who knew you as the name that your mother gave you. Is it possible that someone who dead names could hold that position? Sure. Why not? I, I don't know. Okay. I generally don't know, but that's possible. So that, right. So that would be my strongest steel man argument for someone who does that. Now, keep in mind, that's not me justifying the behavior. I disagree with the behavior. And my counter argument to that would be names, just like gender, are social constructs. They're made up. There's no such thing as yeah. a name, but what the person calls themselves. And so if someone changes their name, which they can do, then you no longer have an argument that you ought to call them by a different name. And if I, I'm telling you, I would not be able to articulate what you just said right now. I, I wouldn't be able to do it because I, I don't believe, because I don't believe that someone could actually hold that to that view. Really, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not the smartest person on the planet, but I don't believe someone could actually hold to that view. I believe that if you're doing so, it's because you want to inflict some kind of damage. You want to improve some kind of, you want to get some kind of points with your community. Um, you the want to seem news. cool because you're... The good news yep. is if you can knock down the steel man argument, then you can knock down any version of the argument, right? Because that's the strongest version of the argument. So yeah. you, so now you have a counter argument for the steel okay. man Thank you. dead namer. Thank you. Um, you got any last thoughts? We're about to wrap this up. We're a little bit longer than I thought, but uh, um, we're about to wrap this I, up. I, I mean... Yes, but I mean, probably not things appropriate for the show. I think that there's probably a larger conversation to be had uh, that we could probably have offline. Um, there's a few things that you mentioned during the course of the show. I didn't want to derail us too much, but mm -hmm. I agreed with what a lot of what you said. There were a few things you said that were that I found questionable, but wouldn't be appropriate mm -hmm. to go into here. But there's probably a few more things I would be willing to have another conversation if you are. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. And if you could be so kind as to help me to get a transgender person to come on, uh, one of the things I'm going to give you right now is we're supporting five, five nonprofits. I just want to explain these to you real quick. One is Combatants for Peace. It's an Israeli and Palestine, Palestinian peace organization. I actually got into, go to, into the home of reformed terrorists. Here's a picture with me with a reformed terrorist right here. You can see that. And they're working with members of, of Jewish people whose, whose children died as a result of terrorist attacks. So we're supporting that. They're working together now, which is great. Next one is the Three Rivers Project, which is uh, brings attention to the North Korea problem and helps with uh, some humanitarian stuff there. The other one is Hate is Wrong. It's an anti-bullying for the LGBT uh, community. 
by Isera Tuolo, which is a, he's a former football player who is gay and in the NFL. The other one is Beyond Barriers, which is an anti-extremist groups that helps people in hate groups leave their, um, leave these hate, like the KKK or Nazis and stuff. And the other one is Kumfa, which is the Korean Unweds Mothers Family Association, which helps uh, Korean single mothers here because it can be very difficult. So which one of those five uh, would you like us to make a donation to? Um, how about the last one with the uh, Korean Kumpa. mothers? So you live in you live in really? Korea, right? So that would be something yeah. close close to to home for you. Well, thank you. I I was one hundred percent certain that you were going to say the the, the anti bullying for the LGBT community, but thank you for that. I really maybe, appreciate maybe that. That's why I chose a different one. <laughs> it's just just uh, just to just to prove me wrong. No. Okay. Actually, so the last thing, actually, I I do think that the last one that you mentioned would be something since it's close to home for you. Um, you know, I think that that would be that would put you in a positive mood. Well, any chance you've ever saw the this the series Squid Game? I saw the first episode. Watch it all; it's really good. But you you don't know this, but the seventh episode has these VIPs coming from America, and we interviewed them on the podcast. And one of them was telling us about growing up as like a single mother, growing up with a single mother, and my mom was a single mother before she met my dad. So it is definitely something that touches a lot closer to home to, than most people, because. I know that that can cause a lot of issues, especially when you start getting into like half brothers. And I don't consider my brother a half brother, but I mean, I, I'm certain he doesn't feel totally a part of our immediate family. You know, our the three bio, like fully biological kids. I don't, I don't see halves or quarters or whatever, anything like that. So, but anyway, I just uh, it can be an issue for unwed mothers. So, yeah. That being said, I want to thank you for joining me today, uh, Bryce. Got it right, Bryce uh that's fine if you say that you i hope I, I try to present things as honestly and i think you did i try to be as res if i talk about some of these things it, it literally just makes me cry like i can't discuss some of these things especially some of the abuse that i've endured and uh, overcome and knowing people are still suffering with that it's one of the reasons why i talk about these things because I do want people to know that it is, it's okay to seek help and you can overcome feelings of inadequacy or just not totally accepting where you are right now. Like, that's just my thing is, is just trying to get people to love themselves and accept themselves. And I'm not always the best messenger for that, but I certainly try. And I would say that I certainly try. But I just want to thank you for joining me today at RG Podcast. Check us out at www.rgpodcast.com. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're trying to have conversations like this and not letting the field get dominated by people like Darth Dawkins or Antangelo who generally want to hurt people in these conversations. Um, yeah, please leave us a comment. Tell us what you thought about this. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back again. Bye.